What's going on, everybody? We are here live at the J and J podcast. It is Thursday, April twenty eighth. Uh, it's a, it was draft night, big night for all thirty two teams. Um, I'm here with my boy JC, man. How you doing? Bro, stop it. I'm not in the middle of these fucking <laughs> okay. games. Okay, all right, let's, uh, let's just run through it, and then okay, I'll, right, I'll right, say right. what I'm feeling. All right, man. I mean, of course, there's a big night, as mentioned, draft night, round one. Uh, you know, the rest of the rounds later this weekend. Um, right, let's just go with the cream of the crop, man. First two picks, we'll start there, and then we'll take winners and losers. Uh, what you think? Well, Big shots? No, I mean, me and you had it, mm-hmm. and we were talking to Bender earlier. I mean, it – it was going to go either way. It was going to go Aiden first or Trayvon first. I'm surprised they went Trayvon, truly. I mean, I've heard comparisons to Alden Smith. I mean, if that's who we're really comparing him to, I, I guess. But I don't, I don't know what Bulky was so infatuated with him for. I don't understand why you just wouldn't take Hutchinson. So he's the better player right now. I mean, unless they really think the coaching staff will, you know, mold them into – uh, double-digit sack guy. I just don't get the pick right now. Like I said, it's it's an okay pick, but I mean, it was gonna go that way regardless. One and two, Trayvon mm-hmm. Aiden. I'm not mad at it. I'm not surprised. Three. Uh, I texted you guys this before the draft started. I I fucking Lovey Smith going Stingley. That's your guy. I'm not saying he's worth. He's not worth that high of a pick, but I was like, wow, three. I just didn't think that was gonna happen. Remember we talked about it the other episode. Mm-hmm. When we talked about the NFL, uh, that was smoke or not, and I guess it was legit. There he is at three. No, I mean absolutely. I I, I think um, I think it was it was I think it was a, a higher risk to get Walker in my opinion. But I mean, yeah, the Jaguars are just a project in itself. I mean, there's they're not ready to compete whatsoever, which is why they're number one every year. So I think mm. it was a smarter pick in my opinion. I mean, Walker is a stud. Um, and we see what he can do when he has a lot of weapons around him, which is what a football team should be doing. So Hutchinson is mm-hmm. – he couldn't have played it better. I mean, he's a hometown kid, born in Michigan, played at Michigan. Now he's playing in Detroit, Michigan. In Detroit. So they finally got their poster boy. They got – I mean, Jared Goff was never going to be the face of the league or the face no, of the No, I think their poster board is Jameson Williams. I mean, that thing – I didn't think they were going to trade up that high from 32 to 13, man. I know we're bouncing all over the place, but it's kind of hard not to because – Already talking about the Lions, but yeah, go I, ahead, I agree. I'm not I, I, to step on the floor. No, you can. <clears throat> I agree. I mean, I just Jimmy I think he's gonna be the better player, the best player possibly in this entire team. Um, but just, I mean, just from the marketing standpoint, I mean, Hutchinson's oh, yeah. the poster boy. You know, they're gonna put him as if you know that's Dan Campbell's guy now. It's his. It's gonna be his right hand man. Um, you know, all this and Hutchinson will be playing week one. Well, we don't know what Jamison Williams is gonna be coming back and, and starting. <clears throat> So, I mean, that's just the only difference. I think Hutchinson will get all the, the popularity, which is good on Williams. No pressure on him, really, just to um, – he could just take his time getting back, especially with the Mott St. Brown, uh, you know, being the kind of the guy right now at receiver. So, uh, Lions, yeah. I think, you know um, – Solid draft. Two, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we just, I mean, we could get to it. Obviously, draft winners, draft losers. Lions would be a good winner for me. They're not the best winner. They're not the winner. But I'd say if I had to pick three, Lions are, are definitely the third choice for me of being a good winner this yeah. uh, this draft night just hey. because they got their guy. And I want to give you credit because you are right. I mean, you have to think. I'm pretty sure a lot of Wolverines fans are Lions fans. So imagine how much popularity that Lions franchise has gained now that they drafted the hometown kid. I mean, that's just perfect. 
So. Absolutely. So I, I think it was a big, big uh, win for the Lions today. Um, and and yep. really, to be quite honest, they could still go get they could still go get Malik Willis. They really can. They I mean, can. They can. They traded their their second rounder and stuff, but it's very possible to go trade up there and get the guy still at, at, at the second round. So or Ritter. I mean, Ritter's gonna be there too. Ritter, Corral. I mean, there's a bunch of guys that they really like. Yep. So the the Lions yeah. really set themselves up for 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 success later. And this episode's gonna be a little shorter, but we'll do like a whole first round breakdown. But I feel like the biggest winner is the Eagles. I mean, what they did, they got Jordan Davis. They stole him from the, the Ravens. I'm pretty sure he was going to go at 14. Mm-hmm. But to get A.J. Brown, I mean, you trade a first in a late-round pick, that's what A.J. Brown's worth to the Titans? I mean, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, incompetency, I feel like, on the Titans end because if you would have made it known – Prior to the draft, leading in up to the draft, like, hey, he's available. I'm pretty sure they would have got way more. But because it was, like, kind of an impromptu trade, the Eagles, I mean, they made out like bandits. And, you know, I'm not a big Howie Roseman fan, but good job by him. I mean, he he did an exceptional job getting probably, you know, to a lot of people the best defensive player in this draft. Um, you know, 4'8", 4'7", at 350 pounds, 340 pounds. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they get a number one for Jalen Hurts. I didn't like the idea of them drafting another rookie. And, hey, they didn't. They they went to go get, you know, one of the up-and-coming bona fide receivers in the league. And I really like what the Eagles did this draft. Absolutely. Uh, they, they did a lot of great things. I think um, Jordan Davis, I mean, you and I both spoke really highly of him. Uh, we yeah. And they, they that's what they did. A lot of people thought, oh, they – they traded up, you know, to get this and this. Uh, they tried to go to go get Jamison, but it backed them because, you know, the Lions traded up before then to get that. Nah, yep. the, the whole – I mean, we all know that the, re, the reality is the Eagles were aware of Jamison Williams being taken at 12. That's why they traded up afterwards because they mm-hmm. wanted to get Jordan Davis. So that was very smart on the Eagles kind of do that, especially, like I said, I said it in one of the mocks. I mean, Fletcher Cox, is, is his names are – his days are numbered. I think this is going to be his for sure last season in Philly. Um, yeah. to be released and coming back. So uh, they're just kind of looking ahead in the future. He's a freak athlete. So, um, you know, they, they are a big winner, especially A.G. Brown. Now they got their number one guy, and, you know, they, they'll have plenty. You know, Devontae Smith, that too. So Jalen Hurts, man, he's he doesn't succeed now. I don't know when he will. Oh, succeed. yeah, this is it. This is it. They're pushing all the chips on the table for him. Mm-hmm. We're, they're all, we're all in on you, buddy. If you don't fucking succeed now, you're done. It's that simple. And Absolutely. don't be surprised if the Eagles take one of these QBs if they're still there. If Ooh. a Corral or Willis is there and they don't have to move up, I, I feel like they'll be like, you know what? Let's put some pressure on Hurts. Because right now Hurts, it's only him in that QB room. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have no pressure. He knows that's his job. But let's, and obviously Minshew's there, but I, I still don't think Minshew, right, they're not going to take them seriously. If they draft one of these guys, let's say, third, fourth round. I, the way the draft's falling, they might still be there. If one of these guys are there and they can take them, then it's like, okay, Hurts. I mean, hey, we could go get somebody next offseason if, you know, somebody wants to leave their team or we got your successor right behind you. You better step up. It's that simple. So I, I wouldn't be surprised about that. But, yeah, this is this is Hurts' last chance. This is it right here. He's got to prove oh, yeah. himself big time. 100%. I mean, yeah, this is his team now for now. Uh, he has to have a stellar season. It just sucks, man. He's get 
he's getting all this pressure to succeed, and I get it. You know, he's got to blossom at some point, but there's yeah. no reason for him to be on the clock, in my opinion. He's still a young quarterback, and he's still learning. That's the way the Eagles operate. That's yeah, the way they're operating saying, now. Man, it's, yeah. uh, it's not fair to him, but, hey, when he gets another shot with another team that gives him patience and time, I mean, I, I feel like he'll thrive. But, I mean, the Eagles, that's the way they operated. So, I'm, I'm not too surprised about that. But, hey, if it means getting him into a better situation where he's wanted, then I guess that's good for him. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, all right, I mean, we continue to talk winners. I think the big winner for me, you would probably agree, the Jets, yeah. man. The Jets. Your, your boy, your boy uh, uh, Connor. Connor Rogers, man. He's, he's he, throwing a party right now. Oh, <laughs> I know he is, man. I bet he is because – you get your guy at four, Sauce, which in my opinion, initial reaction, I think it was too high. I, th- I think they could have got him in the 10th pick, Fair. Um, in my opinion. But, I mean, you go ahead and get him. It's fine, you know, whatever. Um, and then you go get your receiver at 10, the Wilson-to-Wilson combo. That, that'll that be interesting to see. Yep. So, you get that guy. And then and you go back and trade up to get Jermaine fucking Johnson. When you, you had spoken very highly of this dude. Yeah. Rising up in the draft boards, possible top 15, maybe top 10 pick in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and he falls to fucking 26, I, man. I'm that really surprised. Yeah, I'm really surprised he didn't go where you had him in your mop with the Texans. Yeah. That just made too much sense. And if they're building up that defense, Jermaine Johnson and Derek Stingley would have been perfect. But, yeah, I mean, the Jets, it fell perfectly for them. I mean, the fact that they get their corner, which I know – Salah has been, you know, his, his, his mouth was watering when he saw Sasa for it. Because mm-hmm. you have to think, he was probably scared of either the Falcons, the Seahawks, somebody trading up to go getting Gardner at, you know, after they picked that four. Let's say whoever they picked that four, they were probably scared of some other team jumping them at 10. So they're like, you know what, let's just take them right here. They get Wilson, which I'm not too surprised. I, I thought yeah. they were going to go Jameson. But, I mean, Wilson is good, man. Wilson's my number one receiver. I, I love him. I told you, if he went to the Falcons, seamless transition. He's mm-hmm. such a Ridley prototype, and it would have been perfect in that system, but they obviously went a different route. But to get to remain Johnson at, what was it, 24, 23? I mean, come on. 26? I mean, come on. Like, that is just a steal of all steals. And, yeah, absolutely. They're one of my winners for sure. I mean, that's Abs- – Yeah, I mean, that's you, crazy. You- you like you say you get your receiver that you you give Wilson help, you get your corner that Robert Sala want, and then after that point when you, when you drafted Wilson at ten, you know a lot of Jets fans I'm sure they were thinking like great we got two good pieces, you know it stings we never we didn't get the pass rusher like a Thibodeau, but, yeah you know I'm sure they were like fuck it we got what we got and then to come back later that night and get the edge rusher that you know you actually wanted as well. All they're missing is getting that one of those linemen. Is really what they were missing tonight it was just. You know, missing out on one of those top linemen. But, I mean, you can always address that later. But everything else, man, they, they look solid. So, huge, huge one. I never, I've never given somebody such a big W in a draft night um, more mm-hmm. than I'm giving the Jets tonight because that is an A-plus-plus for them. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job. And, you know, credit to them. Like I said, they let things play it out and they didn't get too aggressive. Which exactly. Usually they what the Jets do, so. Yeah, they overthink. They overthink. But, I mean, let's talk Let's let's talk a, a loser that's not from our teams. Um, let's talk a loser. <laughs> um, anybody that sticks in your – sticks right now, sticks out for you that, that's a loser. I'm going to go Cowboys, dude. I'm, I'm just going to tell yeah. you this right now. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are losers. Tyler Smith, I mean, really, I know you and I both said Jerry Jones loves his big man. He loves linemen. Um, but man, oh man, like the 
the initial like results prior to Cowboys picking, they got a lot of great players up beforehand. Like Neil goes obviously, um, Cross gets picked pretty high. I was shocking to me. Uh, um, Kenyon Green, the original guy I put in my mock, is is out. I mean, they lost a lot of linemen prior to that, so it made me think: why aren't the Cowboys at least trading up to get one? I think Jerry Jones just really had confidence in any of the linemen he had interest in. Um, but really, they're a big L because Jermaine Johnson was still on the board. And when you lose um, yep. a key piece in your pass rushing uh, team with uh, Randy Gregory, you would think, oh, if this guy of this caliber has fallen to 24, you go ahead and take him. And, I mean, they just passed on him for another lineman. I mean, it may pay off, it may not, but that that was a big loser for me. No, I, I completely agree. They reached big time, obviously not as bad as another team I'm about to crucify, but um, – no, I mean, they, they should have gone – I think they should have built that defense out. I mean, you have Parsons. You know, you, you have – I mean, Ter- Lawrence has really fallen off the cliff lately. So, yeah, Jermaine Johnson would have made perfect sense. Or you go interior, you know, Wyatt was still there. They drove, Travis Jones is still there. Logan Paul. I mean, they could have gone a bunch of different ways. But, right. you know, I, I just don't – yeah, they kind of, they kind of reached to my eyes. Tyler Smith's a good player, but but I I just don't think he was born to that pick right then and there. I feel like if the team would have traded up like the Bears to go get him, then it's like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, if you're not gonna trade up for Zion, or you know, obviously Kenyon Green got way we got he they they overthink that the Texans are probably like in the middle for me because. Kenya Green should have not gone that high. I mean, come on. Like he, mm-hmm. He's a good player, but not warranted of a 15, top 15 pick. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, they, should have done, they should have gone a different route. The board wasn't there for them with the interior offensive line, and they should have gone elsewhere. But they didn't. They wanted to build that online for Dak, which I get. But yeah, I mean, I, it's a strange pick, but, you know, in the end, they should, I think they should have went uh, – Linderbaum, was he still there at the time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He was Linderbaum right would have made way more sense. Right after him. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, would have been so. late sense too. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of a shocking pick. But, it, I mean, like Jerry Jones has a history of picking very great linemen in the first round. So, um, mm-hmm. as much as I don't like the pick, I'm going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt for the time. It, it's kind of like the Travis Frederick pick. When, when they made that pick, like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? But he was good until, you know, he yeah. got hurt and he had to retire. But, yeah. you know, that, yeah, it might turn out like that. But, yeah, I don't know. They could have gone elsewhere for sure. Uh, and I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to one more quick winner. The Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Holy Ooh. shit. These dudes did not have to trade up whatsoever to get Kenny damn Pickett. <laughs> like, that is a big winner for them. Now, you, question for you. If you were making that pick, would Pickett have been the one or you would have went with Willis? I, I'm a big Willis guy. I, I would have preferred yeah. him over Pickett if um if the, if the decision was mine. But I think here with the Steelers, I think you come, almost have to go with Pickett. From he he went to Pittsburgh. Um, I believe he's from Pennsylvania, so it's same thing as Hutchinson and all them. Like he's a hometown kid. You you got to kind of go with that guy first, unless Willis is by far the better prospect. But I think they were kind of hand in hand for the Steelers' perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was just surprised. I thought it was going to be Willis for sure. I mean, the way Tomlin was talking him up, I guess that was for smoke purposes, you know, to get teams to trade up with him, I guess. But I'm just surprised it was Pickett when I saw that. I was like, wow, okay. You know, yeah. but hey, like, like you said, it felt perfectly for them. They didn't have to trade up. 
that's the way the board fell. I mean, obviously, if the Panthers or the Seahawks didn't take a quarterback, it was going to be a while before we saw one. So, Absolutely. You know, I was expecting go. the Steelers to trade in, though. At some point, once I saw the Seahawks pass on the quarterback, I was like, okay. Yeah, I, can, I told too. myself, I can see the Steelers kind of getting into, like, the 13-14 range where they trade up mm-hmm. and get them. It's a little shocking, but they stand, they they understood the assignment. They they knew not a lot not yep. teams were gonna get a quarterback after the Seahawks, so they just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna risk it." And they I did. think they're scared of trading up after what happened with Devin Bush, so maybe that's why. <laughs> could be true too. Could be true yeah. too. But I, I mean, before we get to this last part of our, our episode today, I mean that like I told you in text, it scares me though, man, because a lot of teams are thinking like the Falcons, you know. Go ahead, get the best player available, get your oh, yeah. needs now, and get your quarterback next year. Because that really – a lot of the teams today really showed me that they are not going to take a risk. They're just going to go ahead and play it out this year and, and, you know, go for that quarterback next year. So, that it's a scary thing to see. Half of the league's going to need a quarterback next year, and they're going to try to go get the top two prospects in Young and Stroud. So, we'll see how the cards fall, man. But that's just a scary thing to see, and that's what the biggest takeaway I got out of this draft today. So, um, yeah, no doubt. But speaking of, I mean, speaking of my Falcons, real quick, we're gonna talk about them real quick. I mean, for me overall, I, I, like I told you, I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of this Drake London pick. Uh, he's just a big receiver. I get it, but we already have a big player in in, in Kyle Pitts. Um, I think we needed some speed, as you mentioned. Uh, yep. Ray, Wilson would have been a good kind of prototypical Ridley, as you mentioned as well. Um, London's just gonna go get you those 50-50 balls, which would be nice. But and I know Arthur Smith loves those kind of receivers, but. At some point, man, I don't know, like, if I could get myself a playmaker, uh, 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 you know, a guy who can really set, get some gain some separation, um, I would prefer that than a guy who can just go out there and jump in up and get you a ball. So, um, And I, I somebody pointed this out, too. I believe <laughs> may, you may think I'm crazy. I think Booker uh, brought this up. Like, I mean, if you can't get separation in college as much, what makes you think you're going to get it in the NFL? So, uh, yeah, Drake London could probably out-jump you and go get you that ball, but, you know. I need to see him open a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to think, you have to think who's throwing him the ball? Marcus Mariota. When has he ever been a deep threat, deep, you know, deep ball, go get the 50-50? Like, that's not his game. So, mm-hmm. to me, Wilson, you know, especially with Arthur Smith, you know, the way he used A.J. Brown and the way, obviously, Ridley last year, I mean, that, like I said, Wilson would have been perfect, or even Williams. Obviously, that might be a little bit of a reach because of his injury, but, I mean, what have we said? Williams healthy? He's a top five pick. So, oh yeah. if, you know, the injury is the only thing that kept you from drafting him, just go ahead and take him. If that's your guy, that's your guy. Right. And obviously, the, Ly- the Lions, you know, they went up to go get him. But, yeah, Drake London, I told you, Auden Tate and Kyle Pitts, those dudes are like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, like, you have size. You need speed. All you have is Zacchaeus right now, so I'm just, yeah, I'm just wondering what's what they're gonna do at the receiver position. But yeah, and there's reports. Um, I mean, there was reports that they were looking at um, maybe trading trading down um, and stuff like that. Just looking at options and, and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. We get a we get a receiver. But I wanted to point this out real quick before we go to your Patriots. I mean. There is still a lot of talent to watch from her for tomorrow for the Falcons, which I actually oh, love. Yeah. I'm licking my chops here, man. Kobe Dean, um, Arnold Abekiri from, from Penn State, Malik Willis, of course, he's still there. David Ojabo, which is one I'm a big fan of. That's um, a – I'm sorry. The Arnold pick is such a Falcons pick if you guys can get him. 
Like, you guys need pass rush. Ajabo too, but if you guys can get impact pass rush, I think Ebiketti from mm-hmm. Penn State, perfect, perfect fit. Um, uh, two guys to kind of keep an eye on from our end. Andrew Booth, you know, another corner would be yep. elite, having you know, kind of a two-headed monster there. Um, and I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Logan Hall, so that that could also be a big D tackle yep. kind of a replacement for Grady Jarrett. So there's a lot of good names out there. We're the eighth pick tomorrow again, um, and there's uh, I would say six of these best player available. Um, one of them is bound to fall. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good draft night tomorrow as well for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, let's get to it, man. This is what I've been waiting for. Uh, oh shit. Um, let's get to your Patriots, man. First off, I mean, they, 21, right? That was the original pick for them today. Yep. And then they traded down, of course, um, to the chiefs. Uh, you and I were both talking prior Trent McDuffie. Great hell of a pick there for us, for you guys. That would have been a good steal. As um, yep. a lot of teams, really, they got a lot of their players because a lot of those players fell down in the draft board. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the Steelers with Pickett, you know, we thought, you know, this would have been great for the Patriots. Fucking awesome. You go run to the podium and go ahead and get your guy. And they traded down, and it was like, all right. You know, I, I, in my opinion, I don't know. I, I'm sure you probably feel differently. I like the trade. I like that they traded down to 29. Well- to get those two additional picks. I know they're not second-round picks, but you're, Belichick's oh. known to find you guys from those middle-of-the-round drafts. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it. But, look, if we're trading down, I, I'm, I'm curious. Oh, man, I'm just going to go in, bro. Like, I, I don't mean to, like, walk all over your points, but, like, like let, let me break this down for everybody. Trent McDuffie was, like, regarded as possibly the number two to number three corner, depending on who you talk to. I really like them. Here's my number three behind Stingley. And what the fuck do the Patriots need? They need fucking corners. All we have is Ma- Malcolm Butler. No disrespect to him. When the fuck did Malcolm Butler do anything the past two years? I understand he had mental health issues last year, so he retired. The year before that, he was getting fucking cooked in Tennessee. So I'm curious why the fuck Belichick's in basically saying, here's the keys to the number one, number two corner. We have Jalen Mills. Motherfucker's burnt toast every fucking year. He's good at safety. He's not good at corner. That's plain and simple. I don't care who you are. What Patriots fans want to argue with me about that? Let's go because you're going to fucking lose that argument. That's the, the only good corners we have is Jonathan Jones and Miles Bryant, who's an up-and-coming guy. But he's going to be our slot, like number four and nickel. Like, he's going to come in on sub-packages. But our number one, number two, I mean – Tyree killing Waddle and Diggs and all these guys, they're going to be running all over these motherfuckers. I'm telling you. And linebacker, okay, we're going. We're at 21, just like last year, bro. I was getting so pissed off because they didn't get fields. But they didn't trade up, they didn't give up assets, and they got a quarterback. They got Mac Jones, which is probably, we've talked about it, he might be the best QB depending on what happens between Lawrence and him. He might be the best QB in the draft last year. Perfect. Look what happens this year. McDuffie, Lloyd. Dean, Booth, all these guys fell to them. What guy, and clearly nobody, the guy they got at 29, no fucking shot they should have drafted him. 29, when this motherfucker's a fourth-round guard. No disrespect to him, but this is the fucking NFL draft. I'm not fucking, oh, you know, I'm trying to spare his. Man, fuck all that. We're trying to fucking build a team. The fucking lead-up to the draft was, oh, we're going to get some dudes that can go sideline to sideline. We're going to build speed. This defense is going to be back to what it used to be. That's what a lot of positional coaches were saying. 
So when you have the opportunity in Lloyd, in Dean, in Booth, even Daxton Hill, who can play corner and safety, you have all these motherfuckers at your disposal, right in the palm of your hand. And you trade back and you get a fucking fourth round guard in Cole Strange. Now, now, why the fuck are we going that high up for a guard if his name isn't Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green? I would just like to know. And obviously, Belichick's not going to say anything. Oh, you know, we really like the player, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. Like, bro, I'm so sick of this shit. And, you, and I know a bunch of Patriots fans are like, you're overreacting. And Belichick, we trust. I, I, I'm getting sick of that fucking excuse. Belichick needs to get out of fucking 1980, 1970. This is a fuck. We're in the 2020s now, bro. We need fucking speed. Devin Lloyd or Nicobe Dean. Perfect linebackers for our system, sideline to sideline. We obviously traded for Mac Wilson, which was good. Good start. He's a good player, I guess. Like, he hasn't any good chances in Cleveland. We're about to find out because he's going to be our fucking number two linebacker with the way this fucking draft is going because we got fucking Cole Strange. Are you fucking kidding me? Bro, I lost my fucking mind, and I know you're watching the, the broadcast. I was listening to BR. I had that shit on. Bro, I was losing. Losing my fucking mind when Connor Rogers said it's Cole Strange. Are you fu- – bro, there's no shot. We just wait. This is probably the worst first-round pick in Belichick history. I'm going to repeat this again. This is the worst first-round pick in Belichick history. Lawrence Maroney comes to mind. Obviously, Nikhil Harry, Dominique Easley. These are all busts for us. This is worse. I'm sorry. This can We cannot waste draft picks like this on dudes that are probably going to be rotating the first two to three years of their career. This is a joke. This is an absolute joke. And, I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably the, the most mad right now, probably close to Rodgers after they didn't pick no receivers for him. Again, surprise, surprise, Green Bay. You didn't get a receiver. This is fucking stupid. I'm so pissed. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind a fucking a receiver or a fucking another safety. I don't – at that point, it's like, build out the fucking defense. We don't need no fucking guards. Stop it. Stop it, bro. And I know you were laughing. You were you were laughing up a storm. You were chuckling. You were giving me a hard time. I understand that. And I get it. But it's like, bro, like, put yourself in my shoes for, like, two seconds. That is a, a joke of a pick. Like I said, no disrespect to him. He might be a good player. But come on, bro. No way. He's a, he's a fucking first-round pick. No shot. No dimension, no no way, no how that this guy fucking goes 29 in any fucking universe. He's a 29th pick. Sorry, not sorry. No, no shot, bro. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, just, I just, it's fucking laughable because this is classic Belichick, bro. <laughs> like, but you know what's funny? It's like classic Belichick. All right, cool. I'm expecting classic Belichick. I'm expecting... A linebacker. I'm expecting a, a corner. Maybe I wouldn't even mind a corner that I don't even know. Like, oh, you know, he gets – let's say he gets brisker. He's a good safety. But I wouldn't have picked him there. If you would have picked him, it's like, oh, weird pick, but okay, a Belichick pick. This is not a Bel- – I, I don't know what this is. This is – I don't know if the, the – Mikey, the dog, his, his dog that he showed in the fucking draft room during COVID in 2020 made this pick because – this is I, – I, I just can't wrap my head around this. 
I'm trying to understand it. I can't. I refuse to understand this pick. We're just wasting premium draft picks on projects. No, we're not in that position. We're not the Chiefs. We're not the Bills. We're not the Bengals. Even if the Rams were picking in the first round, we're not the Rams. This is, we're not in that position. We need blue chip guys to help us get back into contention. I'm sorry, Cole Strange. You're not that right now. You're not. And like I said, some football nerds or some Patriots fans might be, you know, fucking laughing or whatever. But it's like, bro, come on. Like, stop. Stop trying to defend this pick. There's nothing to defend. This was a joke. Tomorrow he has to trade up or trade for Debo to really salvage this draft because I know he ain't going to do that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the only, that's the only way to save this draft because at 54, none of those guys that we just named are going to be there. None of them. Unless he trades up like he did last year with Barmore, which surprised me. And look, Barmore turned out perfect for us. So unless he sees another player like that, you know, to trade up in the second to do that, I just, I don't, I don't get why they did this, why they picked him right here, right now. He would have been at 94, let alone 29. Like, come on, bro. Logan Minkins, man. The dude in 2005 got drafted first round for the Patriots, and look how he ended up being. So, you never know, man. You never know. A lot of people were thinking highly. I think it's dumb with that pick, too, and he turned out to be good. But, I mean, that's the strange part, like you said. I mean, the, the Patriots have, what, picks 54, 85, and 94, I think, tomorrow. So, I mean, you could have got him at 54, really. I don't think there was any threat of him getting taken. Bro, he would have been in the in the third round. I, I just don't yeah, get. Would have been at eighty-five too. So, I mean, so, I mean he's a fourth-round. He's a fourth-round player at best. I, I, I just don't understand. And right now, Belichick just came out and said he wouldn't have lasted much longer. Who the fuck is picking this motherfucker <laughs> in the second round? Nobody. I understand guard and center are very limited in this draft. Like, there's probably like, you know, three to four top-end guards in this draft. Dude, fucking strange is is not warranted of a first round pick. No, you, just you like Quay Walker, Shaq Mason for this dude. Exactly, exactly. And look, I like on Michael on on Winu on Winu, but we got him in twenty twenty. He's a good guard. We could put him literally at left or right. We could have drafted this dude in the third or fourth round, and we could have had a better O line. Okay, fine. If this was a third round pick, I'll be like, okay, bet easy. We already got whatever we needed in the first two rounds. But no, now I'm scrambling because I don't know what the fuck this guy's going to do tomorrow. And, you know, like I said, a lot of people are like, you're a casual, you don't, you don't know, check the trust. Well, right now, fuck that, bro. We need to get with the times. Like, him picking a quarterback last year, I mean, okay, I thought he was switching. The, you know, he was making the switch to, okay, we need to be more modern. Nope. Just goes right back to this bullshit. And, no, do not compare him to Logan Mankins. Don't ever do that again. How you don't want me to do trade machines with Gobert and Russ? Don't ever say he's fucking Logan Mankins, bro. He has not proved he's not taking one snap in fucking rookie minicamp, let alone a fucking game. No shot. Like, no. He has to really prove he has to be fucking Pro Bowl, all rookie, second team. And if like for me to be like, okay, I guess I get the pick now. But no, we, we're not in this fucking stage of the Mac Jones era to be just picking projects in the first round. No. I'm, I'm no. just saying, bro, like, I remember I Logan Makins in 2005. I was, obviously, I wasn't old enough, but 
they're making that kind of comparison where Makins, you know, he was take it too high where he was possibly a third round pick as well. Second rounder at best. And the Patriots took him at 32. Um, and then he ended up becoming who he is, you know, stud at, at, in that lightning franchise. So it's, I'm just kind of thinking it could be a similar path for Cole Strange where we all think he's a fucking bum and he's, he's a bust already. And no, and that's what I'm saying. A Logan he, Makins type player. I'm not saying he's a bum. It's just, if we would have picked them in the third or fourth round, I don't mind that. First round, no, 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 no. And you have to think, 2005, they're just coming off of back-to-back Super Bowls in 2005. That's true, too. Like, that, that's – there are different stages and there's different levels to this shit, bro. We're year two in Mac Jones, which I get. The O-line's kind of weak, which is his fault. I mean, let's just be real. It's his fault the, the O-line's weaker, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, we need – Defense. Our defense was a joke when we played legit teams, and we don't have speed. We don't have you know play, players that can go sideline to sideline. We don't have corners. We have fucking like five safeties. What the fuck are we doing with five safeties? I just I I don't know what we're gonna do tomorrow. I'm I'm really nervous now because tomorrow I thought okay we're at a luxury. We're gonna pick what two to three times tomorrow, and then you know we'll see what we do day day three, but. Now it's like we really need a hit on these on these picks tomorrow, and Belichick doesn't have a good second round, uh, you know, history. He's dropped bust, nothing but bust, besides Duggar and Barmore the last ten years in the second round. I'm really nervous who the fuck he goes with, um, you know, from here on out. And, man, I'm just I'm so confused. I'm not, you're never gonna convince me this is a good pick, never. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna bother, bro. That's that's all. No, I'm not even you. Just anybody. Like, you're not gonna convince me this is a good pick. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right. I I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. When you told me the name, I I honestly did not know who the fuck this was. I I was like, whoa, whoa wait, who who the fuck are you talking about here? Um. So I mean, if the guy from Chattanooga, I guess gets a shot. Um, at being the the starting lineman for the New England Patriots. So. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess it's just after coming off of a good draft last year, I guess. This this year, it's off to a rough, rocky start for y'all. I mean, uh, man, I, I just – I'm in shambles right now, bro. And I'm, that's not – like, I'm trying to exaggerate. It's just – like, we, we're not contending this year. I'll tell you that right now. And I, I know – you can pull up the receipts from last year. I said the same exact thing. We're probably going to win eight, seven games. We're not doing nothing in the play. Like, we're not doing – I said that last year before the season and when they cut um, – or when they traded Gilmore. And they ended up making the wild card. Pleasant, pleasantly surprised. But unless they draft Hall of Famers tomorrow, I mean, what, what are we doing? I, I just don't get it. And I know we're in talks with Odell and – you know, I've heard that. I've seen that those reports fucking how many times during the offseason. I, I, I believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. And, and we got Devontae Parker. I mean, he, if he can stay healthy, that's a good pick. But we need receivers. We need corners. We need linebackers. Those are the three needs. And we go offensive line. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm like, blown away by this shit. I mean, uh, a lot of linemen got taken this early. Uh, tonight and um, I, I oh, we could have we could have drafted Bernard Raymond. He was still there. That's right. We could have drafted the the top tackle right now, and we could have kicked Isaiah Wynn into guard 
because he cannot fucking block nobody on the blind side. So kick him in the left guard. Now you got Bernard Raymond. I would have liked that pick more. Okay, fine. We got a tackle. We know what we're doing. Fine. We're bro, Cole Strange. I mean, I want to know how many Cole Strange jerseys are being bought right now in the pro shop. Man, oh man, I just can't believe this shit. Wow. Oh shit. I mean, it's just I'm, I don't know, bro. It's uh, <laughs> nobody in New England is happy. I'll tell you that. Other than Belichick and that coaching staff, all I gotta say. I, I, and, you I know, know, I, I know uh, real quick, I know um, Dante Starnakia, the old offensive line coach, I know he has a really big say. Like, Belichick will give him a list of old linemen and be like, hey, who do you think's like, the top old linemen? And he'll give him, you know, I like this guy, I like this guy. Like, on Winu was a, was a recommendation from Starnakia. So it's like, okay, good, good. But I feel like Belichick probably, whoa, he probably saw that and he's like, I got to get him out. I don't know why. Again, this is a third-round guy. I just, just don't get it. I don't know who he thought was going to go get Paul Strange in the top of the second round. I'm just really confused on who he thought was going to do that. Maybe the Texans. Maybe he was fighting with his, uh, you know, with his fucking personnel guy and Nick Casario. But, man. They just wow. drafted Kenyon Green, didn't they? Yeah, but I'm saying they, their O-line is bad, too. So, they probably could have gone another guard <laughs> to go on the other side. But, man, I, I just don't get this. I don't. I'm sorry I keep repeating myself, but no, I got to let this shit out. I'm fucking – I'm pissed. First of all, I couldn't watch the draft. And then number two, I'm like, yo, Cole Strange? I got to hear this shit through my fucking AirPods. Cole Strange. And all these motherfuckers laughing at me, texting me, fucking tweeting at me. Man, fuck y'all. Fuck this shit, man. End the pod. I'm done. We'll break this all shit right. down later. I'm done. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, hey, thank y'all for listening. Please follow us. Um, and I leave a five-star rating in this wonderful episode that we got going on for y'all tonight. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all take care. Let's catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.